Hi, you're listening to YYC Sociables, Calgary's social experiences podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sociables, and my job is to make sure you have something fun to look forward to every week. In between these weekly episodes, get your fix by following me on Instagram at sarah.sociables. So before we get into the episode, let's thank our sponsor. And this week it is Craft Island Comedy Festival. I'm really excited about Craft Island Comedy Festival. This is like the best of a whole lot of things. So, you know, I love drinking at local breweries. We have such great craft breweries in Calgary. And, you know, I also love comedy. We have some amazing local comedians. Their acts are spectacular. They are really good quality for the size of city that we have. And so Craft Island Comedy Festival is bringing together our best local comedians and our best breweries and putting them together for four days straight Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, September 15th to 18th, multiple shows all over the city. So you can really pick whatever location you want to go to, or you can pick by the comedian you want to go to, however you want to go about it. Just make sure you grab some tickets now. I'm going to be at the kickoff event, which is on Wednesday, September 15th. And that one is at Freehouse, which is going to be extra fun because Freehouse has their room rooftop patio which is especially lovely might as well catch it during like the last bit of summer here Todd Ness is headlining it and he's so funny oh my gosh so I can't wait either go to the launch party or go to one of the other ones like I said there's so many shows to choose from go to their website to buy tickets their website is craftislandentertainment.com Okay, so there were some restrictions announced on Friday, and I'm going to talk about that and kind of the implications of that. But because I'm scared it's going to get turned into like a long rant, I'm going to save that for the end of the podcast. And I'm going to talk about all the events and the fun stuff first, because I feel like it's going to be a downer if I open by talking about the restrictions. So let's get into the event portion. In terms of events that are happening this week, it's looking a little bit bare kind of at the body of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But we do have an event happening on Tuesday at Highline Brewing and it is trivia night held by my friend Craig. I tell you guys about Craig all the time because he does these fun brewery things. So if you're interested in doing something Tuesday, that would be a good one to go to. It's free. Have some beer, play some trivia, be good. On Thursday, there's a few interesting things happening. I found this event that I just kind of stumbled upon on Eventbrite, because you guys know I stalk Eventbrite looking for cool things to tell you about, and it's called Bath Bombs and Bubbly. And it's like a craft night where you get to create your own bath bombs, which I have no idea how to create a bath bomb, so that would be fun to learn how to do it. And they serve bubbly while you do it. So you're kind of getting to like craft and chat with your friends, enjoy some fun drinks, and you get to take home your bath bomb. So I thought that was like a really cool idea for a thing you could do. It's a little bit pricier. I think it was said it was 67 bucks, but you get to take home like 10 bath bombs, I think it said. I feel like that makes it a lot more worth it. Plus you're getting the drink. So heads up that that's happening Thursday. If you want tickets, go on Eventbrite for that one. Dinner on Blanc is happening on Thursday. And I don't know if you could just kind of sneak in and get tickets for this one because they make it like really kind of exclusive where you have to register in advance and then they send out the invites to try and like make it more pretentious in different layers. And then finally, when it gets to you, then you, you know, got to jump in there and buy your expensive ticket, which I think are $53, but I'm not entirely sure because you have to go down a whole thing to like figure out where you can even buy the tickets. 
Anyway, the, we won't get into the nuances of dinner on block. If you don't know what it is, it happens every year around this time where they get these, well, I don't know how to describe it, I guess, because I don't know what they do. Mostly they make you do the work because I think you have to bring your own table, chair, and maybe even your own food. Um, and you have to wear all white and it's just like this fancy thing in like a surprise location. And basically it's just like a fun picture taking opportunity and you get to dress up and it's just kind of cool because everyone's wearing all white. So it's a bit of like a fashion event too. But yeah, I think you have to buy the tickets and you don't even get the food included. I could be wrong about that. I've never actually went because I, yeah, you have to like register in advance and stuff. So if you go, let me know how it is and how it works because I see pictures from it every year and I always like, hmm, that's cool. I should do that one of these years. Uh, guess not this time. Also happening Thursday, I feel bad including this one on my list because it is sold out, but I do want to mention it, the ghost tours at Heritage Park because those are still going on and you're probably going to want to catch it before Halloween because that's when it's going to be 100% sold out because, you know, very time relevant there. So grab your tickets now because this sells out every week. I've never done it, but it does look cool. It's also on my list of things to do. Friday, the Inglewood Night Market is happening. It's also happening Saturday, so we're kind of doing like a double header with the Night Market. That'd be good to go to. There's also an event happening Friday that is sold out. I don't like including sold out events, but when my list is skimpy, then I kind of end up talking about them. Plus, they can come back around, and I want you guys to know what they are ahead of time. So it's like a Mexican mariachi and margarita event at the Delta downtown, and I guess it's just like good Mexican food and a band and margaritas and no wonder it sold out. Sounds like a cool event. So that's Friday. Moving to Saturday, our friends at City and Country Wine are having a grape stomp, which is super cool. I really want to do this actually. So you literally get in a big tub of grapes and you get to stomp them to make wine. How fun is that? So you buy your ticket for like an interval, I think of like an hour, like you're not going to stomp grapes for like six hours, that would be excessive. Um, <laughs> but it's only like an hour and you're supposed to wear footwear because it actually is like hard on the feet because they have all the like the stems, like the grapes are just thrown in there. So it's not like a soft, <laughs> it's not like a soft foot bath, like you could actually get scratched up. So make sure you wear footwear. It sounds super fun. The pricing seemed kind of high. I think it said like 130 some dollars. I didn't look into why it cost that much. Maybe you go home with a couple bottles of wine as well because I don't know. Seems like $130 is a lot to pay just to do the stomping, but it does sound really fun. And that's happening Saturday. There's still tickets available for some of the time slots, but I noticed some are also sold out. So get in on that if you want to do it. Happening Saturday and Sunday is Apple Fest at Granary Road. So this is a whole festival that has like apple related events. I think you can like decorate apples, you like candied apples. Uh, they said like an apple peeling competition, I think, something like that. And then they had apple related games or rides. I don't know. They, it's Granary Road. So they do a whole bunch of stuff there, right? Because they have like the market, the animals, the crabs, they got it all. Probably like a really good family event. And if you just like eating apple related stuff, their market, I'm sure will have tons of stuff there as well for you. Tons of tasty goods to buy. So you can do that all weekend and it's free to go, right? So you can just check it out. You don't even have to buy anything if you don't want to. Happening Saturday night is a party at Inner City Brewing, and this is held by Blocks. So Blocks is the 
I don't know what to call them. I think just like a nonprofit group that is trying to kind of revitalize the downtown area because they were the same ones who set up those, uh, what are they called? Like the sea can containers that are like popped up all around downtown. And also, if you notice some of the art, I think they are responsible for too. Like the, um, why can't I think of words today? Like the big like concrete blocks that, you know, you see around downtown be painted lately because they're trying to revitalize the downtown and make it look beautiful. And I think they're doing a really good job. And they put up a bunch of flowers too in different areas. So it just looks really good and makes our downtown, I think, look less kind of like drab and urban and actually look like pretty and more inviting and more walkable. That's another portion that they're trying to do is so that people will kind of walk from business to business and, you know, spend their money so it supports the economy. Long story short, the Blocks does cool things around the city. And one of the random things that they're doing is this party at Inner City Brewing. So I think there's like music and obviously beer because it's Inner City Brewing. I'm sure it's going to be a good time. I think tickets are only like 15 bucks. So that looks like a fun thing to do Saturday. Also happening Saturday at the zoo, they're having an adults only night. It's called Zulala. So I think it's supposed to be like a zoo gala. It's fancier. There's like different food packages that you can buy. So it is a little bit more expensive. It's 125 to 250 bucks because you're getting like a, a fancy dinner gala experience. I don't know what's all involved in it, but check their website if you want to buy tickets to that and is also supporting the zoo as well. That's it for what's happening this week. There is a few other events coming up in the future that I will list on my email newsletter. So you can check that out to look at some of the things happening towards the end of September and into October, but I won't go into them all here to keep the episode a little bit shorter. In terms of restaurant news, there's not too, too much that's happening here. DeVille Coffee did open. I remember my last episode, I was telling you guys that a DeVille Coffee was coming to 17th Ave, but of course their Instagram gave no indication of when it would be opening. And surprise, surprise, they just all of a sudden opened. They were ready to go. So that's um, that was a fast for me hearing about it to bam, their doors are open. Uh, I haven't been there yet. Uh, looks good. Uh, I, the outside looked really nice. Like I think it's a nice addition to 17th Ave. So I gotta gotta go there and check that one out, even though I've been to DeVille a bunch of times. Uh, so it won't be won't be new in terms of the coffee tasting experience, but a new atmosphere for sure. First Street Market opened on August 30th. And this one, I can't remember if I told you guys about this one or not. It's in, is it in Victoria Park or just outside of it? But it's at the, it's at the bottom of a condo building. I don't know how they fit all these multiple restaurants within the same space because I've been there first of all so that's what I'm trying to describe something I haven't actually seen but it's there's multiple restaurants and they're like name big big name restaurants I guess I should say um they've got oh now I have to like think of them to list them to you guys uh actually pretty good pizza is there moose and poncho taco is there as well which everyone loved moose and poncho but they were in that asian mall so they were very hidden and not many people kind of do about them so i don't know if moose and poncho actually moved or if they just had a second location so that's a good question so they're there and a whole bunch of other places that i don't know off the top of my head but it's a really cool concept it's kind of like a mini mall is my understanding i don't know i gotta go there soon and, and see what they got to offer 
Also opening on 17th Ave, I don't know when, is a place called Cineholic. And if you check out this place's Instagram, they're like these, I don't know, maybe this is like a food trend, but they're cinnamon buns that are super overloaded with like random stuff. So it could be like a cinnamon bun with like a bunch of cereal on top and like cream cheese and whatever. Or they have apple pie, they have s'more, they have strawberry raspberries on top. So it's basically like anything you can think of. They just like pile it on top of a cinnamon bun and that's the thing that they sell. So it's a little bit random. Like I don't know if this is one of those things that just seems like a good idea, but then you actually eat it like is it good? Like, I kind of like cinnamon buns as is. I don't know if I want a cinnamon bun with like a bunch of cereal on top. So it's a bit gimmicky, but it's kind of cool. It's neat that that's going to be opening on the 17th. I don't know when, unfortunately, there's no information on that. Okay, let's talk about what I've been doing the last like week or so. Update on my singles mingler event. It was so awesome, you guys. It was really, really fun. It was actually more successful than I thought it was going to be. We did sell less tickets than we had hoped, so there wasn't as many people in attendance as we had wanted, which was a bit of a bummer. I think there was around like 25 people. Maybe there was closer to 30, actually, because there was some like last minute people who kind of showed up at the door. But we all like got along really well. Everyone jived. We all were like having drinks, making friends, chatting it up. So I really thought it was a success. And in terms of the mingling, I know I saw some numbers exchanged. I know some people hit it off. And I had some people actually email me or Instagram message me afterwards to tell me how much fun they had and how they really enjoyed it and how they want to go to another event and when am I going to do another event. To me, that was a big success. And we totally helped out at the Dark Arts as well, which was a fantastic venue because we brought in some people and I feel like we're supporting the local art community and them as a restaurant too. So it was kind of like a win-win for everyone. Uh, it made me really want to do a more events and I thank you so much for your support. If you were someone who attended or told someone to go, that is awesome. You are awesome. Made me, made me so happy. I was like, just like elated, like the whole next day because I was like worried. I was nervous about it. Cause when you hold an event, you're like, you really want people to have a good time. That's the most important thing. And everyone had a good time. So I was just, I was over the moon afterwards. Cause I was so happy that it actually did go well. Other things I did, I went to Barley and Smoke, which was that fundraiser where there's like a barbecue competition and you sample lots of beer from local breweries. And that was just an awesome day. I knew it would be because it was sunny. We were drinking beer, eating lots of good food. I'll tell you the best things I ate, which uh, you'll get out a pen and pencil because this is notable. The two best things I ate by far, so by a lot, were Rodney's Oyster House had these like scallops. They were massive scallops that were perfectly seared. Oh my gosh, my mouth's like watering just talking about it. And then it had like a pork belly on it as like a skewer. Oh my goodness. It was just like eating a piece of heaven. I could have ate like 50 of those. And of course you get like one of them as a sample, but that was perfection. Rodney's, you knocked it out of the park. The other thing that was absolutely delicious was the ribs from, I think it's called Notorious PIG, which is the ribs that are served at Tool Shed. So I think just part of like Tool Shed's branding or whatever, they served barbecue out of there and gave it this fun 
extra name just so it could create some buzz around it. But it's called Notorious P.I.G. And the guy from Toolshed, I guess he went to the States, I don't know, I think it was Texas, where he actually did some training or put in some time to learn how they make barbecue there. So we could come back to Canada and then put these recipes into action at Toolshed. And let me tell you, it paid off. Those ribs were amazing. And not to offend the other ribs there, but I thought they were the best ribs by far. And I would go back to Toolshed 100% just for those ribs. Oh my gosh, so good. So if you want ribs, go there. Uh, I wonder how they'd stack up to, I'm just thinking, I really love like Hayden Block, Comrie Block, uh, South Block, that chain. Their ribs are so good. If I tried them like side by side, which one would be better? I want to have a, I should have like a rib tasting competition. That would be my dream, the dream thing to like sample and have a competition on because I freaking love ribs. They're so good. So yeah, make sure you check out Notorious P.I.G., other thing I did, I went to the Blue Jays sessions, and this is just a really neat, it's, it's a small local event that supports local musicians because they, I feel like musicians have had just such a hard year, right? Because how are they, they haven't been hired for the last 18 months because there's been no events. Dan Clapson, who is a Canadian blogger, well-known food foodie guy, like very famous, very well-known, is putting on these events. And he did a series in like during Stampede around July. And I couldn't make it then, but then I went to this one. I don't know how often he's going to do them. And it was, I think it was Wednesday through Saturday. And they're just like little shows that had, the one we went to, I think had three musicians. They were just singing and it was very like casual and laid back and they were kind of talking to the crowd because it's a very small room like I, I don't know how many people were there like it couldn't have been over 50 I don't think and also there's a food truck outside so you could order some like casual food we had like hot dog and some like chili poutine stuff or just chili fries I guess it's all really good and you drink beer too obviously while you're there they have like a blue jay sessions ale especially dedicated to the blue jay sessions so definitely check that out if you want to support local musicians and just have a good casual night out. I think tickets are literally like 20 bucks. That's it. And it's a fun thing to do. Just do it on a weekday. Also, in terms of something I did recently, I went to Saucy Burger on Friday. That's funny because I just made it there. Uh, Saucy Burger has been open for, I don't know, three months now. And they were serving only basically hamburgers and fries. And I think they do breakfast sandwiches too. But they invited me to go because they released a chicken burger. So I got to try their new chicken burger. It was pretty good. Yeah. It didn't like blow me away in terms of its amazing list, but it was like quality chicken and for the price, I think it would be like a great thing to eat if I was hungry on 17th Ave and it's a cute little place. So cool place to stop by if you want to go to Saucy Burger. I haven't tried their regular hamburgers. I'm curious to try those. So I got to go back and actually get the one that they're known for. In terms of what I'm doing coming up in the next like week or so, I am going to the Craft Island Comedy Festival, which I already told you guys about. They're the sponsor of this episode. I'm really excited for that. That Wednesday show at Freehouse is going to be a good time. Hope the weather's good. That'll be such an amazing day. I love, uh, love drinking on rooftop patios in the summer sun. I might be going to an event on the 
Thursday, September 16th, but I don't know. I have, I think I double booked myself. <laughs> so I put like, might be going because I think there's an event at Home and Away. It's like for Hesho Tequila. It's kind of like promoting it. Hesho Tequila. They're like a tequila soda. They're really good. You guys should try them. And also, I think I said I would go to event, uh, a fundraising event at Kaylee's at the same night. I may be at two things on that Thursday. And then the Friday, September 17th, I'm going to Oktoberfest, which is really cool. So Screaming Taller Beer is holding this event and they have a new beer coming out that is a Bavarian style Hefeweizen. And so they're throwing this whole really fun event that's called Oktoberfest or Oktoberfest, I guess. And it is really promoting itself on being dog friendly. So I think there's supposed to be like a bunch of dogs there. It says it's Calgary's only dog friendly Oktoberfest. And they're going to have kind of classic Oktoberfest type things there where there's food trucks, oompa, music, dancing. Um, and they say there's also going to be soft drinks if you don't want to drink beer. Uh, so I think it is kind of like family friendly. Like they're selling children's tickets for $5. Adults are 25 bucks. So I think this looks really fun. Oh, you can buy a limited edition Stein. I'm just looking at their website right now. So yeah, I think this is going to be a good event. Oh, hopefully the weather is nice for this one too. And this will be a great time. Okay, so let's move on to the contest that I have going on right now. So I have two contests and these are really interesting. So the first one it has like no entries. <laughs> I'm telling you that because your odds are super good. I think like two people entered this contest. And I think it's my fault because I posted it as a reel. Like normally when I post a contest on Instagram, it's a picture that you look at, but I was like, well, I'll do a video version and maybe people will, you know, it'll get more attention and people will into it. No, it's the exact opposite. No one paid attention to it and no one entered it, which is unfortunate because it's actually a cool prize. I mean, it is a hair product, so that's kind of specific. Like, I'm guessing a lot of dudes probably didn't want to enter this one. But it's called Seven Second Detangler, and it's the best-selling product in the whole line of Unite. I don't know if you've heard of Unite hair products. It's got 479 five-star reviews, so it's, like, ridiculously popular, very highly rated. And it doesn't just detangle. It also, like, protects your hair from heat and UV, which I use hair protected in my hair every week because I obviously style it. So I should get myself some of this stuff. It's worth 42 bucks. So you should definitely go enter that contest because no one has and your odds are very good. So I think that's on till Thursday or something like that. So make sure you enter there on Instagram. Look for my reel that no one paid attention to. The next contest I have going on has the opposite problem where it has so many entries. People are loving this contest. So it's a really cool table that's made by Resonate Imagery. And these are local guys. And what they do is they take images. So it's usually photography, but really they can use like any kind of image if you want to give them any sort of art. And then they use epoxy and they put it a table together with this image as like a beautiful centerpiece on the table. And you can also put it on your wall. So like basically, I think you just like fold the legs in or either take the legs off, I don't know. And then you can go on your wall. So the one that we're giving away is in honor of Pride Week. And you have to go to my Instagram to look at it if you haven't seen it. But it's this beautiful rainbow colored images. And it's just like really powerful and impactful. It's a, it's a stunning table or stunning work of art if you want to just put it on your wall. Tons of people have entered this one because it just looks so cool. It's worth $1,200. Like the tables they make are super high quality and beautiful. Like a lot of uh, 
handcrafted work goes into these. Uh, so yeah, check out that giveaway and just check out Resonate imagery, especially if you're a local photographer or artist. That would definitely be a cool place to showcase your art. I know they have some tables at the Dark Arts YYC, you know, the pop-up. And so make sure you pay attention to the tables when you go to the Dark Arts. Oh, and just like side fact, I was talking to the guys at Dark Arts and they were supposed to close in September because they are a pop-up, but they're trying to see if they can stay open until December. So they're kind of like making that decision right now or negotiating with the landlord or whatever is involved in that. So hopefully if you didn't go there yet, you will have a few more months to make it. And I highly suggest you go because it is free. Okay, so that is all the content I have. And let's get into my rant now. <laughs> okay, it's not so much a rant, but uh, so third, well, no, it was Friday night, basically, Friday afternoon. Jason Kenny and Mayor Nenshi both made uh, announcements about restrictions coming back to the province due to COVID-19 numbers. I know that numbers have been absolutely ridiculous lately because it's been a thousand cases a day, 900 cases a day, whatever. It's super depressing. As a result, they have brought into effect like a few things. Uh, one of them is like the masks, which is not a big deal. But the one that is a big deal is the no liquor service after 10 p.m. And you might think that that doesn't matter a lot, but that has very far-reaching effects across the whole food and beverage and entertainment industry. And so the problem is that if you're a restaurant, you have to make a lot of different decisions about staffing and about your income because before, like obviously the restaurant's gonna clear out after 10 p.m. Like people aren't gonna hang out and just eat food. So I think they're going to be closing a lot earlier, which means less income for them, which means they cut their marketing budgets, which means they don't hire me for one thing, um, because that's kind of my main clientele usually is restaurants. And it also means for events like ticketed events that people are that much less, less likely to buy tickets because they're only buying like any event that ends before 10 p.m. is a pretty early event. So people are feeling like they're not getting their money's worth, so they're not going to buy the tickets. And it makes it way, way harder to buy tickets, especially when we're just in an atmosphere of fear, I would say, because people are scared of COVID and the just the Calgary um, reinstating a state of emergency. So things like that put people in a state of anxiety and uncertainty and fear. And so they're not gonna, they don't want to go out anymore. They don't want to spend their money on tickets. So that affects people like me, who like I'm holding multiple events going forward, or at least I was supposed to. One of them was, and I was going to do an Oktoberfest one, a uh, pumpkin carving event in October. And I was going to do either a networking night or like a glam kind of like dress up night. And I'm thinking at these about these events and I'm thinking like I can't sell tickets to these right now. No one's going to buy these. This is like it puts so much pressure on me to sell tickets and I'm like I can't I can't do it, <laughs> which means I from a financial point of view, like it costs me money to put on the events and then if I can't recoup that money in tickets that I'm actually losing money on the events and going into debt to like hold one, which is not a good business model. So that therefore means that I have to cancel. And then that means that that restaurant doesn't have the money coming in because I was bringing in 30 or 50 people, which is like, you know, thousands of dollars of income for them for that night in terms of food and drink sales. So they're no longer getting that money. And so it just has this huge ripple 
rippling effect across the industry, just like one restriction, like that 10 p.m. liquor thing. And that's just some of the ways that it's affected. There's multiple other ways, like don't get me started on like nightclubs right now that are no longer opening and just other things that it's totally just thrown out of whack. Uh, So long story short, where am I going with this? I am going to stop both the podcast and my newsletter because events are being canceled right, left, and center. And there, I already know there's not going to be anything for me to talk about. And it doesn't put me in a good position when I feel like I don't have content to tell you guys. If it's like you already saw this episode was a little bit emptier compared to the last five episodes. So it's just a huge like mental struggle for me because you guys are still listening. Like I still have consistent listeners every week and I still have people, uh, tons of people loving my e-newsletter because I launched that even just recently and people have been, I have really high open rate and high click rate. So I was really proud of all these things that I've done. But in terms of my own mental health, if I feel like I have to force it because there aren't any events and I'm talking about virtual events or talking about how you can go for a walk this week like that's my best recommendation of something to do for in a lockdown kind of situation like that's what my content will be and I don't want that to be my content I don't want to do that I don't want to do that to you I don't want to do a podcast where I'm talking about nothing or a newsletter I'm talking about nothing so I think just maybe you might think this is a little bit too early or a little bit preemptive but I think just to to shut down the podcast and newsletter now and then bring them back when restrictions are lifted is the best course of action right now. And I really struggled with that decision. Like I couldn't sleep at all Friday night because I was just having anxiety about what do I do about these things. But I think the best thing to do is cancel those. And then I I don't know what to do about my events um, because I still could sell some tickets. And like, even if I bring in five people to a restaurant, that's more than the restaurant had before. So at least I would be kind of helping them out that way. But at the same time, it's like, kind of, is it worth it for me to put the work in to throw an event where five people show up? I don't know. So I'm really on the fence about what to do with the events, unfortunately, which is extra sad because the singles mingler, like I was saying, went so well. (laughs) It's like went out on a high note and now it's like events are going to be canceled. And like if the events aren't even canceled, like I don't even know if I can hold them. So like rather than be in this constant position of back and forth where I'm looking at case numbers every day and waiting to see what random things the government is going to implement where we don't know what the heck the restrictions are going to be. It could be, you know, it could be something completely unrelated that is going to be shut down next. We have no idea. So rather than me just be in that anxious position of back and forth and wondering and not knowing and stressing out, I always just want to take myself out of the running and be like, everything is is canceled and is not happening. And it'll resume when restrictions are back. Like that's just easier kind of for my own mental health. So I wanted to explain that to people so that you you understand how just even these small small restrictions like that 10 p.m. no alcohol after it can have such wide reaching effects and, and it will. And you're going to keep seeing that because it's not just me is affected. This is obviously everyone. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real bummer. It really sucks. It's, and a lot of people are really stressed out. So just make sure you're really nice to everyone right now because you don't know what they're going through. Like maybe it didn't affect you personally or your line of work, but I'm guaranteed it affected a lot of people out there. 
think this is going to be my last podcast for a while, depending on how this fourth wave goes, but I'll still be on Instagram. I'm still going to kind of concentrate on, I'll probably be doing like a bunch of videos and a bunch of giveaways. So that stuff will still continue. So it's not like I'm going to disappear completely. So you guys know where to find me if you want to talk to me. I always want to talk to you. It's always good. So anyway, on that note, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions about anything, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I really appreciate that you are here and interested in the same things I'm excited about. That means the world to me. Bye for now. I will see you when I see you. Bye.